there's a little more room in Studio 5 than usual this evening. Rudolph, a.k.a. Vantian, is absent as he's gone for a final fitting for his party hat ready for his mother's birthday tomorrow. So we're taking advantage of the fact that he forgot to properly lock his drinks cupboard before he went. Don't worry that you'll find out. He never listens to this rubbish if he's not in it. And the apology officer has sent an apology, as she's apparently having some problem finding a virgin where she lives. Or something similar, I admit I wasn't listening. But fear not, the rest of us are here, and our nonsense is up to its usual standard, for which we heartily apologise. Time now to... Sorry? What do you mean? We can still hear him. That dungeon's supposed to be soundproof. What's he saying? Good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Hot and Orbital Live. I'm your host for this evening, Harry, don't mind if I do, Balzac. And joining me at a sensible distance this evening, I blame the curry, Ah. Wilma, if you can think it, I've done it. Finger do. Juan, no, it's not a bloody caterpillar. Care. And I'm Norma. This epithet better not be rude or I'll hit you with my pan. Snookers. And that's our crew. Time for some headlines. For those of you watching in black and white, the grey is behind the grey. Ready for my close-up, Mr. Duval. It is time for the lake on Sharabang. Flossies are Wonder Woman. The shunned, stunned, outbreak heartache. And now for the BGS weather. Dull with a chance of meatballs. Pin back your luggles. It's Norma's night neighbourhood news. And finally... Commander Alec Turner likes games. This much is well known. What is less public knowledge is that he's inordinately fond of bar games. Alec eagerly looked forward to a nice pint and maybe a game of darts when he arrived at the Vala Visitor Complex recently. A nice frosty pint, that is. After all, when it comes to beer in stomachs, it's always ice cold in Alec's. Well... You can imagine the twin blow, can't you? Not only won't the barman shut up about under-the-counter deals, which reminds me, quite frankly, with the amount of contraband goods those tapsters keep behind the counter, it's amazing that they have any room for beer. Uh, but there's not a dartboard in sight. Not a skittle alley, not a shove half-credit board, no bar billiards table, and three men's Morris is nowhere to be seen. But the less said about Morris, the better. Like truckers everywhere, Commander Turner is happy to work using the philosophy of if you build it, they will come, if only to stand around and laugh. So he decided to build the John Peel Memorial Pool Table. 
Unable to find steel balls, Alec was forced to improvise with 16 Guardian orbs that he'd had to accept elsewhere in exchange for some dodgy videos starring Cecil from his blue period, uh, back when he was young and needed the money. Using his SRV and feet, Alex spent what we estimate to be a bit over 45 minutes collecting Guardian orbs that he'd previously carelessly scattered around the complex and manoeuvring them into the bar. Until at last, he stood there triumphantly surveying his handiwork. Commander Alec Turner had done it. He'd created the galaxy's largest pool table. A triumph in anyone's estimation, and with only three small drawbacks. One, there were no pockets. Two, where the heck could you get a queue big enough to hit those balls? In any case, wouldn't it end up breaking the windows? And three, the balls were all of the exact same colour, meaning that any gameplay would only be exciting to the colourblind. Undeterred, Alex has vowed to continue in his quest to improve facilities in all of the bars in the bubble, and he's promised to introduce snacks such as Thargoid scratchings, which may of course lead to life-size space invaders being played on the planet, and Jenga to be played with stacks of Thargoid probes, once he's solved the corrosion problem to stop them melting through the floor. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. The Pilots' Federation have received complaints recently that the quality of the standard issue selfie stick left much to be desired, and that pilots eager to show themselves off in the best possible light were constantly getting into trouble when, click, their camera came unstuck from their sick slick stick in a tick really quick. Lee. Pilots who used their selfie stick to show them walking elegantly around station concourses left getting blackouts on their camera, often leading to unexpected tumbles downstairs and blackouts of a more painful and bruisy kind. Worse fate still awaited those foolish enough to attach their selfie stick to the outside of their ship in order to catch the light of a solar flare glinting off their new ship kit or to capture an image of their daredevil flying as they twisted and turned through those non-existent canyons, just as the stick got caught on some ground-based lifeform, and the screen went black, immediately before they collided with one of those non-existent mountains. Eager to reduce their insurance payouts, the Pilots' Federation have vowed to improve matters by adding wireless technology to their selfie cams, eradicating the need for telescopic sticks altogether thus removing the risk of a cable failing out of the camera at inappropriate moments. This boon to the weary but vain traveller is expected to fuel a vast increase in the upload of such interesting screenshots as Here's me in front of my asp. Here's me in front of someone else's asp. Here's me in front of some biological samples. And sorry about that one, I forgot to move my thumb. While shares in Galtube have shot up along with those in companies specialises in, in makeup for the face, the faceplate, and the cabin fascia. This week, rumours about shortages of components required to build spaceships have started 
to emerge. Exacerbated by the announcement that, at some point in the future, most pilots will be required to fit an extra seat in their cockpit, no matter how small or how cramped they currently are. Owners of Imperial Cutters are naturally incensed that they must share some of their football field-sized cockpit with yet another member of the human race, no matter how far away, whilst pilots of Imperial Eagles are nervously stocking up on underarm deodorant and little pine trees to hang from what would be the rearview mirror in any sensible arrangement. The Pilots' Federation have not, at the time of writing, confirmed how this new arrangement of seating is destined to work. Will there be an extra pip for this incomer to play with? What will be their duties, assuming that most functions are already being taken care of, thank you very much? Perhaps this new position will be for the ship's catering officer, someone to refill the coffee dispensers, cut the crusts off the sandwiches and make sure that the ice-making machine is functional at all times. We just hope that the redesign has taken into account necessary adjustments, such as the number of cubicles on board, as a queue for the lavvy in a small spaceship isn't very comfortable nor very hygienic, and it's awkward when everyone tries to use the bathroom mirror at the same time. We are given to understand that if your ship is one of the types that will be will be required to fit an extra seat, then you will move up to another taxation class and there will be extra checks as you will have to declare your ship an SMO or a ship of multiple occupancy and you'll need extra lockers, more fire escapes, spare flight suits and much more. All of this additional bureaucracy is precisely why you won't be seeing the new seats for some time to come. Here at Hutton Orbital, we have our suspicions about this new seat. Depending on where it's positioned, it may be like the front seats upstairs of an old double-decker bus, where you can sit looking out of the window, pretending that you're driving. As you really should know by now, King Hanky's party at the end of the galaxy has been going on longer than the foreword to one of Commander Stroud's books. Most of the events that have taken place cannot be described in a family-orientated show. But as always, Flossie came to the rescue with a wholesome tale of larks, shenanigans, rescues of commanders who kept falling through the ship's trapdoors, ships with inappropriate loadouts, a fuel wrap with a missing fuel scoop, disabled modules, though not the thrusters this time, luckily, and energy cells being used up at an inordinate rate due to Commander Flossie's tendency to talk for long periods. The highlight of the evening, though, has to be the presentation to Flossie by Commanders Rampage, King Hanky and Lou Snockers of a fully functioning all-mod-cons life-sized replica of Wonder Woman's invisible plane, plus full cosplay outfit. Lou and Hanky took turns jumping on the invisible plane whilst Flossie gamely donned the costume. We're not saying that Flossie really took to the Wonder Woman outfit, but she likes the way that the bracelets make her eyes sparkle. The lasso of truth might even replace her mighty pan. And with that outfit on, she may claim to be a pacifist, but those are powerful bazookas. Pretty poor Commander Westorp. 
after being released from the penal establishment Pilgrim's Ruin for the fourth time where he was incarcerated as a result of his actions in trying to support the Shund and being instrumental in helping them to win the Civil War, more calamity has been heaped up the, the head of Commander and his chosen faction. Pestilence in the form of an outbreak is sweeping the colonies. MODS, that's Mug Ownership Deficiency Syndrome. Putin is starting the inoculation process by sending Commander Westhorpe the radio mug that he earned last week, but that will not be enough. We are calling upon pilots who can get to the pencil sector EL-YD5 to assist in the decontamination. Take a mug if you can, but if not, basic medicines can save off the worst ravages of mods until crockery-based relief can be applied. Earn mission points, money and the grateful thanks of a downtrodden faction as you put a mug on the table and a smile on their faces. After the recent frisson of excitement with successive wars in VMS, outbreaks and lockdowns, this week has proven to be a pretty quiet time across Hutton space. Some might say a little dull, with most systems happy and some even elated. Narnia is suffering from an infrastructure failure, yet perversely its influence has increased. It can afford to lose some, so no need just yet to charge in there through the wardrobe and change the bulb in the lamppost, but there is a fleet carrier on station full of water purifiers if you really must. Pirates are trying their luck in Hill Pass size, so feel free to stop parting any time and go and sort them out. We have four systems below 40% this week. Barnard Star and Epsilon Eridani, both on 34, need immediate attention. Wolf 25 and Ross 671 are a little higher on 38 and 39. At the top end of the systems league, we have eight systems above 60%. We're expanding soon, don't know where, don't know when. But I know we'll retreat again some sunny day. Keep boosting in <coughs> with LP532-81 out in front on 81%. Meanwhile in Colonia, Rajput Hanky asked that Tuckers win the election against Mobius in tier and fix the infrastructure failure there while they're at it. Oh, and generally boost the other three as well. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Hutton influence in Barnard Star and Epsilon Eridani, and if you want to shoot something, engage the pirates in Hill Pass Side. Time to come bang up to date with events that have been organised by the community, for the community. Links to all these events will be posted in chat and in the description of the YouTube edition of the show. Firstly, it's Comfy Cannon Cruise News Time, sent by Commander Mephisto from his vantage point aboard the Fleet Carrier Consul, as the cruise continues to revisit the trail of the original Cannon Challenge, helping many explorers, but especially novices, go further and with a little more direction than second star to the right and straight on till morning. Commander Mephisto writes, 
The Comfy Cannon Cruise visited Waypoint 59 with its sparkly Q03 type anomalies after refuelling at Waypoint 58. Then a minor detour took the expedition to an impressive system with a black hole orbited by a white dwarf as well as two neutron stars. After three days of jumping covering 30,000 light years, Konsu will reach Waypoint 60 in the Sagittarius Carina arm, probably during this radio show. From there, more than 40,000 light years away from Sol, the crews will explore the northeastern quadrant of the Milky Way next. Commander Yannick brings us an update from the Apollo 15 50th anniversary expedition which in 3307 is obviously 1,286 years late. But we feel that at least their heart is in the right place. The eventual destination is the worlds of David and Goliath, but this week he tells us, The expedition has left the bubble far behind now. We're back into the black and new discoveries have picked up. But we're also encountering the systems mapped early in the present era of discovery, such as the famous commander Alitnil, who found the King Long Caverns. It isn't just beautiful natural features we're seeing, but the artifacts of alien races like the Guardians. Our waypoint 5 was specifically laid out to further investigate the multitude of Guardian sites in this star system. Wonderful though this all was, there has been one nasty incident of note. A single troublemaker managed to somehow infiltrate the expedition's extensive security. The commander in question was thankfully an amateur and retreated fairly quickly. The damage to the expedition was minimal and we continue undeterred. This Friday sees the 50th anniversary of Apollo 15 landing on the moon. Its descent over the Apennine mountain range, flying between two mountains in a vulnerable spacecraft, must go down as one of the greatest fates of piloting in human history. This is our moment of celebration. We invite you all to watch on the moment with us. Or seven. The Rook Platoon Explores the Land Down Under expedition is about halfway on their trip via the Australis Ferris Wheel to the southeastern corner of the galaxy. And mission liaison Commander Nicole Dyson has sent us this report of their progress. On our way to the Australis Ferris Wheel, we had to cross the 6,000 light years year gap between the southern arms of the galaxy. Notable Commander Richard Huranis M, one of the main event managers, scouted this area for us, of which we are most grateful, and made our route waypoint on EDSM for any commanders that need to cross that void. On the way, we identified some previously discovered waypoints, like the farthest Earth-like from Sajir, recorded at the time at 44,802 light years, Eolus. Hype LX-B C16-0 and the Ring Demonia world with rings that actually spun Wimley LN-B D0 This week we finally made it to the Australis Ferris Wheel and we had a great time It took us a couple of hours to find a good spot to take pictures and do some fertilised PVP as per our religion 
the main waypoint of our expedition has been reached. From this point on, the three carriers of our expedition will follow different routes to the bubble. And lastly, Commander Hunter has contacted us via the Sub-Ether Waveband about an initiative that's coming up this weekend. He reports, Hello everyone, have you ever wanted to rescue a fellow pilot? Then this is your chance to get to know the organisation behind rescuing ships that need repairs badly, also known as the Wholesales. Get to learn how to rescue ships that are in dire need of help out there in the black or even in the bubble. The New Public Pilots Initiative and the Wholesales are organising a rescue training day on Saturday, August the 7th. All information and coordination will be held on our Discord, discord.gg newp. Will you be the next wholesale recruit? See you there, 07. Commander Hunter told us about the event that he's involved in, and if you'd like to do the same and get your event included, you can contact us on Facebook, Discord, or just email itookpart at huttonorbital.com. And finally, update 6 for Odyssey only dropped very recently. So here are just some headlines about the changes that we didn't have time to bring you tonight. Patrols no longer look over their shoulder whilst walking, so we imagine that wall repairs should be reduced. Enforcer troops have had their weaponry upgraded with KAL-6 rockets, apparently solely because of the incursions of certain Commander Rampage. Supercruise Assist will no longer slam you into a planet if you approach just a bit too fast. Traffic wardens will no longer issue tickets in conflict zones. Military ships will no longer interdict you just for fun. They will now have to at least pretend that there's a valid reason by scanning you. There was something about females complaining about lack of thrust, but details are sketchy at this point. Engineer Kit Fowler has had his wrist slapped and told not to be greedy. Flashlights can no longer be used to distract the enemy by, by making them think they've entered a red light district. Commander Tix's invisible rocks and organics have finally had a coat of paint and should now be visible. Agricultural planners no longer have onion head in the atmosphere which should reduce the occurrence of floating fences and lampposts. The oh-so-handy issue of ammo and heat sinks being replenished by galactic pixies each time you went into supercruise has been resolved. And finally, Commander Sally has been declared the all-time best presenter of patch notes, and we vote that she gets the job for life. Oh, and we've got to the end of the news, and it was that almost entirely seamless. Almost. Ish. <laughs> almost. Yes. Yeah. Almost yeah. seamless. Yes, seamless. seamless. Seamless enough for this place. Well, everyone, hasn't it been an interesting few days? Yeah. Has it? Yeah. Yes. Has it? 
Really? What did I miss? What happened? Oh, some stuff. Stuff and then things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, stuff. Yes. Okay, time now. It's time now for Commander Chicks to do this week's joke because he has um, flogged your Dyson with death, basically, and within an inch of my life. So, time, take it away. Do, I can't yeah. do the Dyson with death joke. Not now. Why you not? couldn't before, but you did. Well, we just have to say that the reason there are so few of us this week is because the Pilots Federation has been out collecting chairs. So there's only four chairs here in Studio Five. Is that the joke you meant? <laughs> that's it. Oh, Lovely. God. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's that's just to make us wish that Dyson with Death was back here. Yes. yes. <laughs> Good. So, um, Super Cruise updates and stuff like that. Mm. Well, that's a great start to the talky bits, I must say. Yeah. It's like, hello, Harry. What have you been up to this week? Oh, Nothing. in the green room later, can't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, green room, everybody That's out green there. Room. Yeah. Green room today. Green Please room. come and talk to us because we're lonely and we need someone to talk to us. Because yeah, David's not here, so we'll be we'll probably be done by 9.30. Mm. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on, then somebody talk about what... So the... Well, the, the, did anybody see um, Super Cruise News uh, number well, 43 on Tuesday? Week. I didn't. No. I watched it on Wednesday. Well, listen to it. I've seen it so far. I, I've never seen it, so do enlighten me. Um, <laughs> You're our expert well. now. <laughs> oh, apparently so. Um, so they talked about the the update, um, which landed today. For those who haven't logged on, um, I did manage to have a quick look at it, and it looks pretty much like the last one, apart from the camera doesn't have black bits in it now. So. Uh, that's good. Um, new planet rendering. I didn't see enough planets, although I did see a marvellous picture of Meteorond Hollow, which looks very different. Mm. Um, this thing about... I'm not convinced, you know. You know when you thought it was safe to hoon about in your um, SRV? You reckon they're just trying to fool you and they say, oh, invisible rocks I, are gone, chicks. Why don't you just, put your foot down and see what happens? So I, I haven't hit one today, but it doesn't mean they're not there. So I'm, I'm oh, you got, so you're going to How go, you go backwards and forwards to do a, a sort of search pattern on the surface of planets until you don't run well, into it, something that isn't like there. It's like an mm. invisible rock falling in a forest, you know, just because you haven't crashed into it doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> mm. I'm glad somebody left. So, but anyway, the, the, highli- <laughs> the highlights <laughs> of uh, Super Q's number 43 for me was... Uh, um, the, the, it sort of fell apart in a massive fit of uh, arf and uh, I always forget the other chap's name. Uh, giggles. It's about just under an hour in, about fifty-seven minutes in, if you were to look, um, because somebody puts up a sort of uh, a picture of a planet on the horizon. You can just see the top half of it, and uh, the other guy mentioned that it, you know, in whichever Star Wars film it is, where. Darth Vader take, finally takes off his helmet, and it does look like the top of his bald, scarred head. And doing his Humpty Dumpty impression. Yeah, and that just ended the live stream there, and they were just incapable, just giggling for about a minute. It's quite <laughs> funny. It's worth a watch. Anyway, we got uh, we got update six today, so. and that's a heck of a lot of um, fixes in that, aren't they? And I do have to mm. say, I, I, mean, I know I know we all like Sally anyway here, but I think the the little bits, the tiny bits of humour that she put throughout those patch notes, oh, absolutely brilliant. It's, yeah. It stops it being so dry because some of these things, you, 
but and I think the self-referential way that that she's basically admitting something. So yeah, we knew about that, and these are the things you've been whinging about. Don't complain now. We fixed it. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. perhaps, perhaps you could, Harry. You could perhaps learn. Maybe do some of that in the script. Perhaps maybe starting next week. Well, put put humour in. Yeah. No, I'm not going <laughs> to start that. Well, actually, you could do it next week because I'm not here. <laughs> uh, I've got a week off. This is my week off this century, next week. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Uh, what, else happened? Uh, what else happened this week? The the postman, undeterred yes. by the by the by uh, the traps, the red hauler that, that, that Amelia puts outside her. Uh, door actually managed to lob a parcel away, wait, probably, probably from the other side of the road. And it actually Did managed it come to in land. a brown, plain brown wrapper? Um, uh, <laughs> like many, many other parcels. Yes, it, it did. The muggies have landed. The muggies have landed indeed. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Thank you to those involved, Mr. Nocti, Mr. Cow. Oh, I always miss somebody out. Shouty, uh, Jude, of course. Um, and anybody who was involved that I don't know is involved, and for you, the fools that voted for us. Oh, right. Be like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Last time I'm voted for you, this year anyway. It's a tiny inkling how a, a politician must feel on election, the, the morning after the election, the night before, and they think, God, did they really vote for me? Dafter than I thought. Yes, Dominic, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I love the muggies. I think I think the event is awesome. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good fun. yeah. And, and I think uh, Simon does a great job. Yeah, he really does. Oh, thank they you. all do. Thank I mean, you. Thank no, you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks, Lord. Simon Winard. Shouty, not whispering. Shouty. I can shout. Shout out for shouty. Well done, so, uh, The muggies also came. The muggies also came with some artwork um, from Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, indeed, originals. What, what, she's obsessed. Yeah. She can't stop doing it. You're, you're, you're helping her mental health by taking those away from her. Otherwise, she'll just disappear behind a pile of paper that she's drawn uh, upon. Crayons. Mm, yes. Yeah, nothing sharp. Uh, very good. Mm. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Simon's just typing something. Oh. <laughs> it's Aardvark. <laughs> Aardvark, Aardvark. Oh, laddie. It's, it's surely it's not that time it's already. It's the hut and safe word, is it? Yeah. If, 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 but if, I think the thing is that because the Update 6 arrived this afternoon, uh, not many people have had a chance to do very much in the way of testing it out, unfortunately. Mm. I'm sure we'll um, we'll have a lot more to talk to say about it next week, but... Uh, at this point in time, I've only seen a few people go and say, oh, most things are great. Well, maybe this bit's not quite there yet, but this is good. So it's, it's generally very positive so far that I've seen, and that's, uh, mm. that's encouraging. I managed, uh, I I managed a quickie on... session this afternoon. Sorry, Flossie. Yeah, I went on to quickly check it out earlier and noticed that the carrier was uh, parked up somewhere. So I thought, oh, I know what, I'll go and have a quick scan of the system. And what happened? <sighs> I didn't get back till the carrier was leaving. <laughs> so I had to travel, well, I travelled the 500 to the next waypoint just and in did time you, did, for And then did you do like the claims? Did there. you travel another 500 more? Another 500 more till I caught up with it, yeah. 
Oh dear. That was supposed to be a quick five minutes to see how old, how the new version was. You told you had to let us know that because Hanky had um, Hanky ratted you out to me earlier. <laughs> I knew he would. <laughs> I bet oh. you just, just... Fortunately, I'd put my fuel scope back on after the other day. <laughs> and I bet you only honked and scanned all the systems in between, didn't you? I just honked as I passed through, yeah. that's all. Yeah. And even then, not always. Mm. Just when I remembered. So, yeah, I had a quick look. The Yeah, the camera, camera's good, because previously, um, Flossie was asking earlier about exobiology, and one of the one of the plants, if you like, it's not really a plant, it's, uh, it's the bacteria... Um, are flat on the ground. So unless you actually drive over one, you don't get to see them. So the best way is to use the camera, the free camera in your SRV. And as it goes up from behind your SRV, it blacks out in update mm -hmm. five, and now it doesn't. So sometimes you can see stuff just out of view ahead of you as the camera's going up. So, mm. yeah. And I didn't crash into any invisible rocks, but I'm convinced they're still there. <laughs> LCU apparently uses the camera from beneath his ship. For yeah, the, yeah, for the yeah. similar, similar thing, but yeah. obviously the the impact of getting the your height wrong is a little bit more uh, important in a ship than in an SRV. <clears throat> or you can fly upside down. I think that I don't usually use the uh, camera on the SRV while I'm moving. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's it's all in one subtle movement. I can get the camera in the air, so whack on the handbrake, get the camera in the air before the thing's actually stopped. So you skid to a halt, usually through the the life form you wanted to scan, but uh, anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for our advark yet? Uh, yeah, go on. Let's go on. Let's go. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I look at my watch and it tells me it's time. Time I put in a new battery. I'm here all week. I'm here all week, folks. Try the chicken, uh, but don't get caught. Uh, let's raise the tone. It's over to Flossie with the CG news. It's Hello, Flossy here with this week's Community Goals News. First, last week's CGs, deliver goods to help outfit far good megaships, uh, finished short of Tier 4 with over 14 million tonnes collected by 1,953 contributors. And protect the initiative to outfit far good megaships, finished short of Tier 2 with over 24 billion credits earned by 1,198 contributors. As both CGs pass Tier 1, the top 75% will receive the Xeno Ally Reached Stars decal. The top 50% will additionally receive the Xeno Ally Handshake decal. And the top 25% will additionally receive the Xeno Ally, Ally <laughs> Triforce decal. And now this week's new CGs. It is with deep regret that I have to announce that there will be no new CGs this week, possibly due to the implementation of Update 6 this afternoon. 
Hopefully they'll be back next week. So watch this space. Flossie told you what to do. When you said it is with deep regret, I thought, oh my goodness, somebody's died. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and at <and> your hand. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I died at somebody else's hand. <laughs> Did he your... tell you that? That's, uh, no, but it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he, he ran me over with his SRV. <laughs> Watch out, careless SRV drivers. Now, it's, it's, a, it's a pity there aren't any new CGs this week, but I'm presuming a lot of people are spending their time trying to make sense of all that's happened in the galaxy today. Well, for Odyssey yes. pilots, anyway. Now, if anyone <laughs> can make sense of what's happening in the galaxy, it's those digesters of data, Commanders, Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. So, basically, if you listen to this and you still don't understand what's going on, there's no help coming for you. Galnet News Digest, 29th of July, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news... NMLA attack their own after poll defeat. Mission of Misery confirmed. Return of the missing crew. Marlinist First Minister Jenna Fairfax is feared dead following two simultaneous attacks on Marlinist starports this morning. The death toll is still rising, but it is expected to be in the tens of thousands, with far more victims injured and maimed. Stillman Hub and Tillman Point stations were attacked by what initially appeared to be Thargoids, but an only partly coherent message from the NMLA made it clear that this was their handiwork. The message made heavy use of ironic rhetorical questions, suggesting that we ask ourselves why Theta-7 is bombing his own home. The message goes on to answer this question, saying that the Marlinist colonies are not homes, not colonies, but prisons where obsequious traitors to the cause of Marlinism beg for scraps from those who expelled them. Theta-7 makes clear that the Marlinist colonists, who chose not to elect an NMLA candidate as their prime consul, are not his people, and that true Marlinists, by which he presumably means the NMLA, will not stop fighting until they have restored the Republic of Achenar after its thousand-year-long hiatus. There seems to be little appetite in the Empire to depose the Emperor and declare a Republic, so we can only assume that Theta Seven and his fellow terrorists in the NMLA will fight on well into their old age. Meanwhile, the person the Marlinists actually did elect as Prime Consul, Kao Tao, has appealed for assistance dealing with the humanitarian crisis caused by the two bombings, appealing for ships equipped with passenger cabins and heat sinks to assist in the evacuation effort at Stillman Hub in HIP 22550 and Tillman Point in Heidi's Sector RO-P B6-6. Meanwhile, the Thargoid attack station Kipling Orbital in Pleiades Sector KC-YC2-11 also needs help in evacuating the inhabitants and Malthus Terminal in Pleiades Sector HR-W-D1-41 
has started the repair process following a Thargoid attack and needs vast quantities of repair equipment delivered. With three megaships paid for, the Order of the Far God has confirmed that it plans to do some god-bothering. Only the god they plan to bother is the Far God, and the likely consequence is not only the imminent destruction of two perfectly good megaships, but the hastening of the return of the Thargoids to the human-inhabited bubble. The cultist, formerly known as Leonard Yates, and who is now known as the 89th adherent of the 60th chapter, explained that the megaship known as the Testament will bring the good news about the coming apocalypse to every system in the bubble, one jump at a time. While the other two new megaships, the Perdition and the Sacrosanct, will go on what he described as a holy pilgrimage, carrying thousands of misguided victims, which he described as pilgrims, to commune with the Far God, which presumably means to meddle with the Thargoids and make them annoyed. The Far God cult seems to be doing the best it can to get that apocalypse moved up the schedule. Do you remember all those crew members you lost? The ones you've given up for debt and replaced with new hires? Well, they're back, and they want to be paid. There was an unfortunate glitch in resurrection services at the Pilots' Federation that meant that when commanders tried to rehire crew members after the ship they were on became unexpectedly disassembled, compressed or vaporised, the crew member was instead and incorrectly dispatched to Soylent Industries for a new life in the food industry. The good news is that all still alive. A hitch in the manufacturing process over at Soylent meant that when the Pilots' Federation discovered its mistake, it was able to retrieve many thousands of crew members and unite them with their commanders. This has the unfortunate side effect that some commanders will now find themselves with more than the normal limit of three crew members. And this may have something of an impact on the commander's earning potential. For the next four weeks, the Pilot Federation will operate a furlough scheme with the commander's wage contribution capped at 45% of earnings. After four weeks, everything the commander earns can be swallowed up by the wages of their supernumerary staff. Commanders are advised to assess their staff, select the best three and slap redundancy notices on the remainder to ensure that profits are not unduly impacted. Soylent Industries has offered to buy back any unwanted crew members for use in their food production plants, so there's no need to worry that any crew members will go to waste. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Weatherspoon. Ah, my head hurts. But that's what happens if you run out of milk at breakfast and use Centauri Mega Gin on your cornflakes. Even worse if you have a second bowl. I'm going to close my eyes for a while, because with Mia Harkness missing in action, Commander Chicks 
is bringing us the sports report. Good evening. I'm presenting the sports report on behalf of the apology officer. Show please forgive the lack of a Scottish accent. If it helps, pretend I'm from Edinburgh and I'll scooch down really low under the studio desk. Welcome once again to the reality check that is the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a photo of David Pearson installed to scare off the trumbles. This week's events are the Mike Reed's Run Around Go, 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 Go Cup Winners Cup, the doing the Christmas shopping in July like a freak trophy, the supermarket home delivery, no alcohol on a Sunday morning challenge, the Judge Dread I Am The Law, Celebrity Pro-Am Charity Shield, the We Come In Peace, Shoot to Kill, Federate Corvette Demolition Derby, and the don't go sad to the babble this time of night, Gavna. Final. So, no trick shots, old offside rule applies, and one singer, one song. This week's results are Zebadian, 23, Miggles, 314159.22, Light, 027.45, Freaky Eyes, 19. Little Big Yin, 130. LDSK, 110. Attic, 66. Goatee, 59. Millstone Barn, 67. Happy Shrapnel, 36. Above the Sky, 765. Gintosh, 116. Oban Saint, 6. Camberslang Hibernian, Two. Stenhouse Mule, one. Octomurky, four. Hutton Academicals, four. Y0855 0714 Harriers, three. Queen of Kakari, two. Wolf Juniors, two. So, most winners this week already have their decal, but Above the Sky does not, so they are this week's star. Please email. I took part at huttonorbital.com and arranged to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of some glitter, a one kilo bag of sugar-free gummy bears and a funnel. We have three Hutton runs this week. Two of those are by 270 West, whose best time of one hour, 23 minutes and 33 seconds puts them in 42nd place overall. Wingnut 757 uh, recorded a time of 1 hour, 24 minutes and 12 seconds, which puts them 100 places behind in 142nd place. Are you wondering how you can top the tables in Hutton Helper and become a gaming legend? Do you dream of the fame and fortune that could be yours as the proud owner of a Hutton decal? Well, don't sit around picking lint out of your belly button and wondering why it's blue when you've been wearing a black T-shirt. Zip up your flight suit, fling on your M-lock and show the galaxy how awesome you really are. 
But before you do, go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper. Then you can get out there and do some really weird stuff. But not your normal weird stuff. You might, yeah, Hutton weird stuff. Let's face it. Anything has to be better than having to share a seat with a large, sweaty, bald man in a too tight Dominator suit who keeps asking if you want to just talk about the first thing that pops up. And the lint is blue because it travels up, not down, and you're wearing jeans. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, chicks. It's nearly time for the green room. So if you want to talk to us, load up TeamSpeak and point it to ts.forthemug.com. But first, we've got Amelia Hawke bringing us the Galnet Rose Digest. And this bit usually makes me very happy. That I don't have to do it. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities, so you don't have to. It's not often that the tech in the galaxy is rare. It's everywhere you look, from the controls of your ship to your wristwatch, smart clothing. I mean, mine even talks back to me. Your toaster and even the lift in your private residence. Most of the galaxy's rare items are either edible, medicinal, or industrial. Technology? Well, where would we be without technology? I mean, probably bashing rocks together to make sparks and hunting our food with pointy sticks. But you can't go anywhere these days without something glowing or beeping or talking back to you in sarcastic tones. So, it's comforting to know that at least somewhere in the galaxy, there is a piece of gadgetry and widgetry that's rare. And that's the case with the Dura drives. Some technology is designed so perfectly that it breaks down just one day after it exits the warranty period. That swanky new washing machine that even dries and folds your clothes nicely, that will work for exactly three years and one day. And then it will let out that magic smoke that tells you there's an expensive phone call in your near future. Not so with the Dura Drives, the product of eccentric tech squillionaire Rackham, and the winner in a galactic contest versus a strange torque device. This handheld tablet is one of the most indestructible things in the galaxy. You can knock it, you can drop it, you can throw it against the wall, you can park your asp on it, Smack it with a hammer, drop it in your bath. You can lob it out of your cargo scoop, scoop it back up again at full speed, accidentally feed it into your refinery, and you know what? It still reads your email. It still accesses Galweb, and it still plays Aruka Crush perfectly. If you visit any planetary settlement, those terminals that are stuck to the walls containing juicy data but seemingly impervious to grenades, laser fire, and clumsy ophery, those are Dura drives. The wall panels stating that it's been two days since the last incident, Dura, da- Dura drive max. Just try it. Smack one with the butt of your rifle or your helmet or, or a boot. 
Dura drives are made of the same kind of super unobtainium and indestructium alloy that those little advertising projectors outside stations or, or navigation beacons. Not the ones you find crashed on planets. Those are the old style ones that broke a lot. I mean, the new ones that you can't smack into without taking a lot of damage. So it's a tablet computer. It's totally indestructible, totally unbreakable. Trust me, I've tried. So why is it rare? There's a good reason that it's not on general sale in large volumes or at a reasonable price. These things are so tough, it's likely your children's children's children will still be using them. They've attempted to milk the public through a never-ending range of accessories such as the bolt-on 3D printer, the detachable mining rig, the wireless settlement defense turret, and of course everyone's favorite, the diamond black explorer bolt-on. But the computer? Well, it will outlast even the longest lived of us, and possibly even the powers themselves. When future civilizations find the ruins of humanity, as we are with the Guardians now, other than some small walls and something that might once have been pottery, the only thing still left working will be a Drive tablet. Galnet rares wouldn't be the same without the danger. A few important notes for you. Don't drop your Drive on your foot. It hurts. Don't swap flies with it unless you want holes in your walls. Don't crash into floating ones in your ship or let one out of your sight to get sucked into an engine inlet. Don't leave one inside your engine bay and drive off. There's no give in them. They'll just destroy stuff. Also, never, ever, ever stick any body parts in the connecting terminal. The really powerful powers up everything, including the trolley jack for changing the wheels on your scarab, or the spotlight you use to highlight parts of the moon from two systems away. Not if you like them uncooked. I know the terminal port's just the right size for a finger, but don't be tempted. Also, don't install hooky firmware on it, as it will brick the equipment. And by brick, I do mean literally turn it into something usable as a house brick. I'm Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest, and I've started using my really expensive Dura drive as a frisbee at the beach. Which is great until I realized I'd got sand in the connector port and now can't connect my industrial strength hairdryer accessory. I'm about to stick some tweezers in the socket. So you don't have to. And of course, we all want to know what did happen. <laughs> I, I refuse to say in case I may incriminate myself. And invalidate your warranty. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult to invalidate the warranty of something that's indestructible. Uh, no, I mean, of the, I mean of the tweezers. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you end up turning them into a couple of paper clips. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes, mm. I, I think that's... Um, if only more things were built as strongly as that, 
don't, obviously the difficulty has got to be that um, since all that's ever made will all exist, um, I suppose the only way of stopping them getting used is when you run out of software upgrades for them and then what the heck do you do with them? Right? What do you recycle them as? Body armour? Bricks. Coasters. Mm. Mm. I well, coasters, coasters, you mean, coasters, you mean some sort of uh, offshore vessel? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Icebreaker, I would have thought, yes. Mm. Anyway, green yes. room. Green room. So uh, anybody who wants to head to the green room and hasn't done, get a move on because we're going to be moving there very, very shortly. Get your bums to the green room. Everyone loves McTharkoids. There's no other restaurant within a 10-hour flying radius and with no fly-through, you absolutely have to park up and get stuck in because, frankly, there's nowhere else to go. But while you're here, if meaty and fun in a hut-and-shaped bun tickles your fancy, then the McDistance Burger is for you. A mature and hard-to-chew burger layered with so much grated trumble, it's fur out. Just like the station and a flavour you won't soon forget. We know that a long journey can leave even the most relaxed pilots stressed out. But at McThargoids, we know stressed is dessert spelled backwards. So wanna try a Hutton Orbital McWhippy made from equal parts raspberry and chango fish sauce. It's the taste that will chill and thrill. Discovered after all the supplies had run out and delivery drivers couldn't be bothered to make the journey, the McFishbury is now one of the Orbital's favorite desserts. Or maybe you should try our McMudden Orbital. Our lamb patty is possibly one of the freshest meats we offer, and this is due to our unique deal with the supplier. They simply ship a load of lambs to us, and by the time they are here, they are matured and tasty and ready to harvest. So, pop into Hutton McThargoids today! Delivery service has been suspended while we wait for our drivers to return. All ingredients are guaranteed fresh prior to delivery to the station. All meat products come with a waiver. McThargoids! Flavour that stays the distance. And here we all are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to do the um, order thing because it. It. Uh, I'm just basically going to do it the order that we're all on here. So, Amelia, Chicks, Flossie, me, and we'll get to the end of this. And if anybody else wants to join us while we're doing this, please feel free to come along and ruin my calculations. <clears throat> okay. And away we go, Amelia. <laughs> Please come along and ruin his calculations. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> Aiden, hello, Aiden. Hello, Amelia. How are you? Uh, I've recently got back from uh, Cecil's favourite bar in Seoul. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> uh, this would be the one that uh, uh, a certain Vantayan may have mentioned, uh, a merchant house in London. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, they they are doing a, a thing about black tots at the moment because it's the anniversary of the navy abolishing it in nineteen seventy seventy. Yeah. Oh, I I this is something I never knew. Remember yes, because um, well, I'm guessing you knew that the uh, the navy used to hand out a um, a ration of rum to the sailors low until you know unto distant years ago um, and 
And then it got to a while, you know, it got to a, a certain point, and then the Navy went, no, we don't... Having people having um, rum is not necessarily a good thing on, as was then, a modern warship. So they <laughs> went, right, um, we're going to stop this, even though the amount of rum dispensed had been, you know, dropping as the years went past. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so did you have any cocktails while there? Uh, yes. Um, they had two specific ones, um, and they they were phrased as the, the light side and the dark side. <laughs> Do I want to know? Uh, well, one involved um, burning alcohol being applied to the cocktail, and the other one didn't. Well, it's always good to have something flaming heading towards your face. Well, fortunately, by the time it basically, they just went, oh, they pretty much, they got some extra alcohol, flamed it, poured it over the the cocktail, and then the flames went out. Because... Oh. <laughs> you don't know but the still, power. There, there were flames being poured all over my cocktail. <laughs> Um, nice. Yes, it was. Um, it was very nice. And as a result of that, the, the, on Saturday, on the anniversary, um, I now will be going along and claiming my free tot of rum because part of the thing was, A, support your local bar, and B, if you come along on, on the anniversary, we'll give you free rum. And I went, hmm. so, win, 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 I believe mm -hmm. is the technical yeah. term. Free rum, I mean, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Aidan. Um, it's about a 10-minute walk from me. I'll see you there Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, um, if you happen to be there, Jake's just, you know, um, ping me uh, ping me something on Discord and I will happily meet you there and buy you a drink for the... Uh, a free drink? Yes. Buy me will, some free rum. I, I, will, I will buy you a drink... Um, at Merchant House, if I happen to see, if you happen to let me know you're turning up sure. uh, on Saturday in London at Merchant House mm. for yeah. the quite useful um, guide on exploration, because, well, it was. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I wish I didn't live so far away from London. That sounds cool. It's funny, I walked mm, past Merchant nice. House today. Yeah, well, um, have you ever been in? No, it was... I. David told me about it during lockdown, so uh, it wasn't um, open. Yes, well, I introduced David to it. All right. Very good. Anyway, uh, Amelia. So, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. I don't know, no worries. No. Um, yeah, um, send me a message on Discord, and I will happily um, drag you into Merchant House and introduce you to the wonders that it is. Mm. So is this, this is for the fiftieth anniversary or something? Fifty years? Uh, Fifty-one, I think. Fifty-one, yeah. Are they doing it every year? Well, they do. Um, basically, because it is the the bar is all set up around the the, the merchant trade of the British history, um, and rum was quite a significant part of that. They do quite a good trade in rum uh they've got some really quite good rum there they also do a very nice line in gin mm. Mm. 
and the side order in whiskey. But picks up and pays attention. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, is this a thing they're going to do on a yearly basis? Um, Well, they they generally do a thing about it every year, anyway. Never mind the whole fact that we've just had a you know support your local bar because well it's been shut for a while thing. Mm. Because um, this um, this does sound like a Hutton-worthy event type thing that we could be using as a gathering. Oh, um, certainly. I'm. You may or may not have heard about um, Cecil having a legless issue. Um, <laughs> Isn't previous... Cecil always legless? No, the I, I believe um, a, a certain David did. Uh, there was um, a report about um, Cecil losing his legs. Literally, uh, as they fell off. Um, Do tell. Uh, I, I'm sure it's in the archives somewhere, but it, it's got to be um, at least 18 months, if not two years ago. Whereupon um, uh, the the aforementioned Vantayan happened to be in London and I happened to live in London and we decided, well, as he's around, we'll, you know, have meet up, have go to Bodine's, have good food, and then, oh no, we've got a little bit of time to spare. If only we knew that there was a bar nearby that did good <laughs> good spirits. So, um, so um, Bodine's, is that the place where they do the, the donut burger? They do barbecue stuff of all, all kinds. Hmm. Ooh, all right, barbecue is kind of my thing. So, yes, um, if you happen to be in London, Amelia, let me know, and I will, uh, I will be forced to drag you to Bodine's. And... Forced? Yes. At gunpoint? Oh, yes. And then <laughs> after that, I, I, will, I will be forced to drag you kicking and screaming to Merchant House. Right, okay. Well, th- uh, this ad- anniversary thing seems really cool. It might be a cool thing to do uh, next year and try and get as many truckers as possible to go. Yes. It's, uh, as, th- well, as long as the pandemic allows, obviously. No, I was just thinking um, whether or not it falls on a Sunday because they may, <laughs> you know, it, depending on what day it falls on, it might be a, you know, slightly more complicated to get uh, a collection of truckers there because if it turns up on a monday then yeah it's mildly complicated hmm. if it turns up on a sunday well that may be less complicated true well we have a year to think well, about a... it <laughs> yes i was going to say we have a year to think about it i haven't uh, been to london in such a well it feels like a long time it's only been about a year and a half i used to go regularly um i need to get out off off my bum and go again because i love london well, I live there, so uh, my my opinion of it varies. <laughs> I, I probably love it because I'm not living there. Yeah, that's that's a reasonable assumption. I mean, you know, um, I, last week I was down at my parents and going, thank God I'm not in London. But also, as you may have heard, I did actually manage to meet up with uh, with that there Vantayen for some some cooked uh-huh. meats and beer. Cooked meat and beer doesn't get much better than that. Well, cooked meat and good spirits. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd go with but that. Good but... spirit comes with <laughs> cooked meat and beer, <laughs> or do you mean uh, literal spirit? 
literal spirits. Oh, well, you can have spirit instead of beer. Yes, but it, it was just sort of a, you know, bringing a bottle along was probably um, neither of us would have um, been in a fit state the following morning. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that either. As long uh, as you're willing to pay the price, you know, the next day. I may have had stuff to do, and also I kind of had to return home for my uh, in time to get a taxi back from the station because, you know, um, that was the deal, as it were, with my my taxi service. <laughs> so, anything else? Um, no, I think I've um, yammered on <laughs> long enough. Um, Yammered. Well, what else would you call it? No, it's good to catch up. It's nice to hear these stories, and it's really cool that this uh, this bar doing things like this. This is really cool. Yes. Well, I, I suspect that uh, I know that there is a person that's going to be in London um, in September a lot. I may have to go. I may have to go there a few times in September. It's going to be a trial. <laughs> Oh, think about the poor person who has to run the show where that person's not around. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you can be bribed with good gin, I'm sure. Oh, I can be bribed with cheap gin, don't I? I subscribe to the, uh, the opinion that if you're going to do it, you might as well provide a good quality because then when they have less of a hangover after they've drunk all of it, you might get more out of them. <laughs> Just saying. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> right, well, the Aiden show is going on to its second season now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, I I've stopped my promotional business, so um, for the mug. <laughs> <laughs> for the mug, Aiden. Chicks, it's you. Who am I talking to? Amelia. Amelia. Oh, we're going to do it that way, Elf. Hi, Amelia. I Hello, Chicks. I haven't spoken to you in ages. How are you? Yeah, it's, it's been minutes. It's on at seconds, even. <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so what, what have you... Did you, did you Have you downloaded Update 6 yet? Uh, I have not, no. Right, so um, you must have been doing something this week, then. What was that? I've, um, I'm, I've been very boring. Um, I've been working. But in but my defence, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> in my defence, is the coolest job ever, you know. No, no, no. Um, Being a Spitfire pilot would be the coolest job ever, or an astronaut. No, I work. I, I make games, dude. Spitfire pilot ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But no, I mean, it's it's been a really cool week. Um, so, but I, I haven't been gaming at all, which what? yeah. No, I know. I haven't been gaming at all. To be honest, um, Odyssey, is, it's its not been the best uh, thing for me because I like VR and Odyssey kind of breaks my immersion. Well, only so, if you go down uh, planets. Well, yeah, but yeah. if you've got Odyssey, you want to go down on planets, don't well, you? Well, going down on planets is nothing uh, new. Uh, on foot. Oh, if, if only if only Deb Meat wasn't sitting there in the background sniggering. Yeah, Sorry. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I have noticed. Brilliant. You've got to do it. I, I have noticed that my graphics have taken a hit as well, and I don't know why. 
I've I, still got to fiddle with the settings and see if it's that. The two things I paid attention to today, or I tested, if you like, or just fiddled with, was one I looked at the FPS, and it was pretty good because I thought, oh, I, I, it's it's slightly confusing. I've just got a, a, a big monitor uh, this week, so I'm kind of still playing with that. But it was noticeably better. And when I flicked, you know, the controller flicked on the FPS, it was, it was solid 60. And that, um, that's after this latest update? Yeah, I'm not saying it's entirely due because I didn't really pay any attention to it previously but I thought wow that looks really good there was I was on a planet with lots of sand dunes and the yeah sort of the graduation of the shadows uh, I thought wow that's brilliant um so I looked at the FPS and it was pulling 60 so whether that's update six but it's, hmm. it's I've never had a problem with it and the other one of course I mentioned earlier is the camera yes well yeah. I mean they don't get blackouts you don't get blackouts anymore. I used to get blackouts all the time. I never used it because are we going back to the. Do we go back to this rum thing again? Rum. Okay, let's talk about rum. I like rum. I, know, I thought we were going back to. I thought that's where the blackouts were coming from. <laughs> well, I was. I was kind of because it's still bleeding hot, and I'd rather be outside than. Uh, so when I in the autumn, when I get back to doing some more Hutton A to Z, uh, when the weather turns. Um, I was looking at Odyssey thinking, oh, A to Z is going to be a pain in the ass, you know, because if you do a nice sequence, then you get a bit of a blackout. You think, oh, shit, I'm going to have to redo that or cut it and do something else. But now it's great. So thumbs up from me. Hmm. Well, at the moment, um, I mean, I'm so busy. I can't I can't really spend the time appreciating it for what it is. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, they'll, they'll start working on it a bit more in the next you know few updates um but i'm okay i'm cool with that um mm. i'm an easy goer when it comes you know um when it comes to elite dangerous i go in the game with uh, expecting a, an almost zen like state such as what mining does I mean, for me blowing up you know, rocks blowing up rocks big explosions in space you mm. know that's kind of my thing. And I consider it very relaxing. Um, but um, I do like the graphics to be on point, you know. Hmm. Hmm. But um, I still haven't really experienced um, planetary, you know, on foot yet because it just it doesn't like VR. And uh, mm. I don't like trouble it with, in VR. Trouble with VR, it's all low res anyway, isn't it? Well, um, not my VR system. <laughs> <laughs> my VR system is uh, pretty good. Um but uh, it, it's wow. the immersion. <laughs> it's the immersion more than anything. Hmm. You know, you can't you can't um, use a mouse and keyboard um, and a VR headset. You know, yeah, you have to. Yeah. You know, you have to Gotta spend the time. On a, hands on a yeah. hot ass. And the thing is, is where's, when you take your. <laughs> and when you, <laughs> and when you take your VR headset off. The your monitor is still keyed into your VR headset, so you... <laughs> the tiny screen, yeah. Yeah, which you actually have to point mm -hmm. the VR headset at in order to see. And then yep. because you're using a VR headset, it doesn't show up on your screen properly. It's all a big mess. Tiny screen because it's yeah. all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm not going to moan about it because I'm not a salty person. I'm just going to wait a little while because they'll get around to it. You know what they're mm. like. Oh, no, your breath. <laughs> Not for on planet. Hold your breath. Well, eventually, one very, day. I have hopes. If you if you do want to play a VR 
um, sort of a first-person shooter. Um, Alex, A-L-Y-X. Um, I have heard about this. I was thinking about getting it. I. It's funny. I I've got it. I went into it the first day just to make sure it worked, and I've never touched it since. So I've had that for over a year now. But, <laughs> did, did it uh, work or did <laughs> it, no? It, it worked. It was like wow, you know. Um, so that is proper, th- you know, um, first person VR. I, um, I have been considering getting that one. Yeah. It does look good. Mm. Keep your eye out for the. Uh, it's a valve, isn't it? So it's probably steam. Keep your eye out for a sale. A valve? I don't own a valve. No, Valve is the software developer. Oh, okay. I thought Valve <laughs> was uh, Steam's headset. I thought it was some of your TVs. Anyway, anyway, I've talked. I've talked enough. Hmm. So I'm just going to say for the mug. For the mug. Oh, no, it's me to talk to chicks. Hello, Flossie. <laughs> Hello, chicks. I've just it's told a long you I've been doing you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> so you you went in game as well today. I did, yes. Yeah. Uh, just check it out for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I jumped a few systems. Uh, found found a system. I mean, just shall I check the spreadsheet? Oh yeah, I saw that spreadsheet. Oh really yeah, I just found a system and planet. Four satellites D, E, and F all have five biologicals each. Oh, sorry, five. So the, uh, the last one's got four. So nice. Because otherwise, if I, when I go in there, I can't bloody remember. Like, how many did this one have? And how many did that one have? And what was I looking for? And how many scans of those have I done? So I, I've got a. <laughs> and of course, if you walk away from the game, you think, "What the hell was I doing? What was I scanning?" So I. Right, designed yeah. a nice little spreadsheet that tracks it all for me. Very organised. Well, no, I'm just. Well, I think you're a spreadsheet kind of person, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah can, I'm not. You, you can you can say the word the nerd the nerd word. I mean, I can I can do a spreadsheet, but you should have seen the exploration one. Yeah, sounds uh, interesting. Well, it was just a just a way to see. It. Think of the fortune you'd save on Valium. <laughs> I suppose I, I should have done something like that, really, because I haven't a clue where I've been in the galaxy. I just know there's a lot of first discoveries in my name. Just but... backtrack through the well, trail I, I... of destruction, Flossie. You'll be fine. There's no trail of destruction, chicken beggar. Yeah, all, the, all the corpses and the smoking hulks of ships and... Not mine. No, I mean your yeah, ships, yeah. like the anaconda yeah. you nosedived into the planet, yeah. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> that was just some silly grey moment. Mm. I, did, I did that. I, I heard somebody me. referring to thrusters, and I thought, I'd better check mine are okay. And with the light behind the panel, it looked like the thrusters were on, which if I'd have had half a brain cell working, I'd have realised there must have been, but I thought, oh, they're not on, so I, I clicked on the square and turned what I thought was on, no, of course, I turned off. Have and that's when my brain self finally realised what I'd done. And that, Your Honour, is how she ended up in the front of the supermarket. <laughs> a couple of months ago, I was out in my Explorer. But these you things, know. you can count on one hand that I've done like that. Well, that's, that's enough. And I'm sure most people have done similar. Oh, yes, but it's not as funny. 
Yes. Because we love I you. did it two months ago in my Explorer Asp, which has tiny shields, 3A shields on an Asp, just for bumps. And and I was hurtling towards this planet, and I'm going, I oh, don't mind, thrust up, pull back, thrust up, thrust up, and it sort of belly flopped off the surface. <laughs> and I lost whew, half the hull, shields and half the hull, yeah. and I was, I was a bit careful after that because I was... Yeah, uh, yeah. I had about 200... Uh, Exobio scans. That's why I uh, now I usually have repair limits on with me. <laughs> yeah. so, in fact, I had them on then. I was going to repair myself after I got into orbit because it was a bit of a hard landing with being a high G planet. I was only a couple of thousand light years, so I I came back, dumped all my data, got a quick repair, and went back out. No, that's all right. So anyway. Um, I've talked a lot, so for the mug. Right, for the mug. Okay, it's me. Norm, are you there? Are we going to talk to you? Yeah, I can. Lovely. If you want. Well, well you're, in the, you're in the list, so it would seem rude if we did, in case anyone was watching. So, yeah, how has your, you, your week been? Um, it's been very busy. Uh, painting, working, more painting, working. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit of Painting, working. I've just actually uploaded uh, last week's show for Hutton Orbital. Yeah, I saw that pop up. You'll be able to catch that in your... 8.49. You'll be able to get that in your podcast uh, catcher. Yeah. And I'm in the midst of doing the edit for uh, Tuesday's Live Radio. So, yeah. It's just uh, falling a bit behind, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, We appreciate appreciate the effort you put into making us sound good. Wait a minute, he, he makes us sound anyway. good? Oh yeah, the show's only three minutes long when he's finished. Don't even get paid for it as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. Um but <laughs> What? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we wish. <laughs> uh, we're paid no, what no. we're worth, how's that? No, you guys are good. You guys are good. So it's 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 normally like uh, like a couple of weeks ago when I forgot to actually hit record and having to recreate everything from scratch. So yeah, stuff like that. But uh, uh, but eh, it, it's it's fun. I still enjoy doing it. So yeah. Anyway, for the mug, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hello, Flossie. How are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. It's been a while. What have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, it has, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, well, as you probably know, I've been out at Beagle Point on Hanky's Carrier. Yes, and, and I hear it was a huge party. Mm. Well, so, <laughs> so, uh, I, see, what I want to know is that this Wonder Woman outfit, are we going to get to see photos? <laughs> Wonder Woman outfit, yeah, right? <laughs> Oh goodness me! I don't think you'd find one to fit me. Would, would I make that up? Would would I? Would I have made that up yeah. entirely from nothing? But the, as David keeps telling us, these uh, these news excerpts are all based on fact. Some of them stretch a little bit further. Stretch to hell of a lot. Keeps telling us these things. That's you what know. spandex is for. <laughs> Yes, well, so um, I just I had to take passengers on my anaconda to yeah. Lou, Lou and um, Hanky, and uh, 
each time I left the planet, they jumped off. Tried to go back and pick them up again. And that <laughs> happened twice. But the second time, we're actually on the way back to the carrier, and I noticed that the um, the next system was almost at the same point as the escape vector normally would be. So rather than use the escape vector and then jump, I thought, oh, I'll just jump straight to the next system. And of course, when they jumped off, it meant I had to go back again. And it was on the way back, I realised that my fuel was getting a little bit low. <laughs> and as I'd been using the condor for doing mining in the same system that we were parked in a couple of days before, uh, I'd taken the fuel scope off. <laughs> oh dear. Did, did the fuel rat have to call the fuel rat? No. No, I didn't. Fortunately, I, um, I still had plenty of fuel. You know, it was getting a bit low, but it was not nothing. I've been I've been worse than that. But it, I did say that if it happened again, I wouldn't be able to go back until I'd got sorted with the fuel. <laughs> I didn't have to enough to go back a third time. So uh, yeah, this is all very exciting. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, I mean. It- I've I've often found it thrilling when I've been out in the black and I've been really you know on fumes, yeah. you know, and you're worried, but you know it is kind of a thrill. Well, on the way there, I was because I've missed the carrier in the bubble. I went up to Colonia for it, and uh, <laughs> I went by the Newton Highway, and at one point on there, I plotted my next jump, and I looked on you know, on the point in the uh, galaxy map. And it was a dotted line. Like, <laughs> a dotted blue line, which meant I couldn't do my neutron jump. So I had to try to find the closest system so I could jump there to get fuel and then go. But uh, luckily, that with the way that works, <laughs> you do get a bit of a warning. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, another time I jumped in there. I just had the tiniest little bit of fuel left. I thought, yeah, I think I'll go to a fuel star next. <laughs> Oh, great fun! I thought it'd be very embarrassing if I did if I did run out. I was going to so, say it must be very embarrassing if a fewer ever runs out. Has has it ever happened? Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, it does happen. So I wouldn't be the first, and certainly wouldn't <laughs> be the last. Yeah, I mean we all have lapses of con- concentration, I suppose. And <laughs> It's true, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it had. I was going to say it. it must have. It must I have al- happened. I also did some mining while I was there as well. Apparently, I'm now you're talking good. my language. Yeah. Well, I never go on a carrier now without taking mining equipment because That's ever funny, since neither do I. Ever <laughs> since my first carrier trip with uh, um, on the Cloud Atlas with Prophet Valen. Ever mm-hmm. since then, I've always taken mining equipment because that's, I know that they appreciate tritium and if, if I can mine some to donate, then it helps me pay, pay for my trip. So I always take take mining equipment. Uh, but anyway, I, at um, Salome's Ridge, there was a planet there with a ring with tritium in it, which was fine. Yeah. I got managed to mine some there, um, but then uh, it was, uh, Hanky said that he needed more tritium after he jumped to Beagle Point, and there's nothing there. 
and I went on a quite a long trip looking at different systems trying to find a, a ring with tritium in it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, eventually found one. How far uh, away was it? Uh, well, apparently, I think he said I was 155 light years away, but the route to get there was such a roundabout way, it was more like 200 nod to reach it. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't too bad, and I managed to get him some more tritium and sell it back to him. Uh, and not, nice. No, donate it, not sell it. And uh, let's see, oh yes, um, I got a we're going away this weekend to Manchester. Oh, a trip. A friend of ours, mother, is 90 on Monday. Wow, so 90. she's having a bit of a party and uh, we're going on Sunday to see her. Oh, that would be nice. And um, I recently made her something for it. You made her something? Yeah, I'm just trying to... Oh, it won't go. Why won't it go? Oh, that's it. I've done it. I was hitting return instead of pressing chat. <laughs> and that's a link to a picture of it. Oh, OK. Let me have a look. Mm -hmm. So, uh... Oh, wow. Oh, that's pretty. How yeah, long did that you. take? No, um, probably, a, I don't know, a couple of weeks just sort of doing it so on evenings and things. I don't know if the exact time, I wouldn't know. <laughs> See, that's cool. I, I think the present when you get gifts like that, it's very personal, and those are the best gifts. <laughs> I certainly enjoyed making it. I love doing cross-stitch, and, uh, yeah, I hope she likes it. <laughs> I'm sure she will. Uh, anyway, um, anything else? Well, do you no, want to? No, I think that's about it from me. So I shall say for the mug. For the mug. Chicks, it's Chicks you. To talk to, um, Harry, <laughs> what's his Sorry, name? I was, <laughs> I was talking and I muted my mic. <laughs> ah. And they say there's nothing to the power of prayer. Right. Um, yes. So, yes, uh, this week uh, we spent three days uh, looking after a nephew and his two kids, feeding them, playing games on the Wii. Uh, and then as soon as they went, my lovely wife spent about a day and a half or more cooking biscuits and things for Vante Earn's mother for her 70th birthday on request. And then this afternoon he came and collected them. Uh, that's just about my week then so i'm gonna go it's very kind of, quickly go on it's kind of daft asking you if you've been in game isn't it yes i have managed to <laughs> i've loaded up I, lo I put the loader up today and got the updates so always do that no you know the big button the big blue button on mm. the left do yeah you ever, when it when it says play not when it says upgrade do you ever click that I did once. <laughs> I think once. I did once. But then I, know, I saw you. I, I saw you. Yes, that's the habit. I just don't get any time. By the time I've done all this at the... the, the too this, busy cooking. <laughs> too, busy, too busy cooking and, do it and getting stuff Typing. ready for this. So, oh, yeah. oh, well, I'll get there one of these days. So in that case, I'm going to move. let you move on to somebody who has been playing a game. So I'm going to go for the mug. Hmm. It's Flossie to oh, talk... Oh, it's me to talk to Litterbreaker. 
Great How are you doing? I haven't been playing the game either. I've been painting the whole stairs and landing. Ooh, that sounds like hard work. Fun as it sounds. Flossie, you're supposed to ask him if it's watercolours or oils. Pastels. Oh. <laughs> Is it watercolours or oils? <laughs> it's water based. It's close to watercolours. It's just water based emulsion. You're very, had... very quiet. I'm having trouble hearing you, sorry. Oh, sorry. We've had the plasterers in and they've um, done a wonderful job of plastering the whole stairs and landing and now everything's light pink. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, so it's all being converted to white as we go. Oh, very nice. But yeah, tonight so... I'm, just I'm just relieved to not be holding a, a paint roller on the end of a six-foot pole doing the ceilings tonight, so I'm just sitting and relaxing instead for once. Oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds more like it. Yeah, so so for, for me this week, I'm afraid it's just a, for a slightly paint-stained mug. <laughs> okay, thank you for the paint-stained mug. <laughs> Which Thanks, gives Harry. me to talk to PSBF ghosts. You. Instead of typing things in on the ticker that's going across the bottom of the screen. Yes. Ghosty boy, ghosty. How are you doing? I'm all right now, yeah. I can actually talk properly. Well, new mic and a PC. I'm actually playing on PC now. So I can actually play with you lot. Ooh, there's nice. a... Join the master race. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't. <laughs> That's yeah. all I get all the time. Well, that's why a good so, job Mia's not here. I think Mia would have a thing I was going to say, say I'm, I'm Mia tonight, you splitter. <laughs> <laughs> splitter. Um, <laughs> I am. But I've also got the um, Xbox Series X. I actually got one. Ooh. Um, bit, Who know. did you mug to get that? Uh, my dead wife. <laughs> oh. Okay. Is, is it any good? But I mean, yeah. It, this is good. It is absolutely fantastic. The game, the quick start feature is unbelievable. If you jump from one game to another, and it takes, I reckon, about two and a half seconds. Wow, that's impressive. So the only game that you don't support is Elite. Oh. When you win oh. that, because you've got to have a... Uh, a connection to Elite all the time, it like goes, oh, wait a minute, you've disconnected, you've got to start again. And that's the only game it don't do it with. And uh, I've been playing the new Flight Simulator on it. Yeah. Soft one. And it, that is unbelievable. It's actually, the graphics are... Fantastic. In VR, I have got VR, but in VR, that will look fantastic. So if you can get that on the Xbox sets or on PC as well, it's worth it every penny. And what flight sim is it called? Uh, Microsoft. Oh, the Microsoft flight sim? Yeah, yeah. It's actually in Game Pass, so it's actually three. Ooh. And, you know, I have been considering getting Games Pass. It's just I haven't had enough time to play Elite Dangerous on my PC, let alone <laughs> playing games on Xbox. Well, I don't find the time either, really, because I start a new job. Um, and uh, I'm 
basically get working, going to sleep, working, going to sleep, and weekend playing the game. And that's about it. That's, um, that's my life so far. So, uh, anyway, what a mug, and uh, everybody enjoy themselves. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for putting up with uh, us talking amongst ourselves. I mean, obviously, the guests, Aidan Litho and PSVF, it's a pleasure to talk to you. We're just chatting amongst ourselves. Um, so thank you very much for putting up with us doing that. I think we're just going to pop back up to the live room and then we'll have a last bit of chat before we all let you all go. So moving everybody back. I say, old chap. Isn't it early to be drinking? Centauri Megagin, don't mind if I do. Oh, bugger. I appear to have dropped my cocktail stick. Centauri Megagin, for the gentleman in you. Lovely. Well, that was fun. That was good. Uh, I think we, we, we managed to stretch it out because of that. Otherwise, it would have been a shorty show. I think that was fun. It's always nice to talk to people and find out what's been going on. Uh, it really is. I, I love the green room. I, yeah, I wish more people would attend. Yeah. It's not like it used to have a lot more when it was every week, didn't we? Yeah. Hmm. Why don't we why don't we talk to the guests first in the green room? What the beginning of the show? Or talk to just talk to them and then talk amongst ourselves afterwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um well, I, th well, we, I, I suppose we did. I mean, it's alphabetical, isn't it? Yeah, but we I think part of it was also, uh, at one point, we did end up with quite a few people in the green room uh, who were apart from ourselves, and it just seemed to make sense not to burden them, just get through stuff a bit quicker by uh, not talking between ourselves. Because we, sometimes we we would actually chat during banter and then there wasn't a lot to say, so it was quicker to go through it. But with, with three people... Um, yeah. And the half-hour banter before the show as well, kind of set up and stuff. A lot yeah. of stuff gets said there and then repeated. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's. I think maybe if it's just a couple, we can. Uh... Yeah, yeah. And then we'll just play it by ear each each month because mm. mm. obviously they are the they should be the ones we concentrate on. So, but mm. it, whether which order we do it in doesn't really matter unless they've got to go to bed. Well, it gives them the option. Oh, yeah, if they want uh, to bail and yeah, not not listen to our drivel. I don't want to listen to our drivel. And I don't no, like that chance. No. Um, <laughs> I like talking to each other. It's nice seeing <laughs> other people. Others are done. Don't get a chance to talk the rest of the time. I do too. Very true. Mm. So, send your opinions to I took part at huttonorbital dot com. No. Yes. Don't, because I've got a reading one if you do that. Right. Okay. Yes, send them, send them. No, send them, no. Tomato them. tips. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yes, I've whacked off with tomato tips. Oh, dear. Well, that was fun, everybody, and almost completely seamless. Um, seamless. Uh, I spotted seamless. a couple of things where I missed up a bit late, but never mind, that'll do. Um, so I think we're just about ready to go and hang up our spurs, aren't we? So... Um, I think it just remains for us to give the traditional right, chorus. Oh. Let, let me get hold of my uh, earphones. So take get them off. My ears. <laughs> I've got, I've got Amelia Limited. They're off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. The traditional chorus of... For the Painstain Mug! For the Painstain Mug! For the Painstain Mug! For what, Mug? 
cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere Loading up the T-Nines to the brim with grain Follow the map, follow the map Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Follow the map, follow the map Now everybody sing the hot trucker song Seems to crash into the sun Swivel likes the pilot on the Xbox One Alvin at the front, you know he leads us well Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells Father Mac, Father Mac Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Father Mac, Father Mac Now everybody sing the hot trucker song Father Mac, Father Mac Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Father Mac Sing the hood and drop a song If anyone can make sense of what's happening in the galaxy, it's those digesters of data, Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherstone. Wotherspoon? Wotherstone. No, I think Wotherstone's better. So basically, if you listen to this and you still don't understand what's going on, and I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Chicks is Chicks is here. Now I've moved him to the right one. <laughs> it was funny because I could hear the show like 20 seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off?